Hey guys, you are locked and tuned into another episode of Soulful Journeys. I'm of course your host, I go by the name of SJ and the socials are of course the same but if you're tuning in for the first time and you're wondering who I am, Twitter it's SJ underscore, Instagram it's SJ dot underscore. This episode I'm excited for because this guy right i've had him well we've been following each other for a minute i think he's one of my first ever followers on twitter but he's gone and wrote a whole ross clark book mm-hmm. he went and wrote a book and of course the whole timeline's behind him because that's amazing come see black excellence of course um but yeah i'm gonna let him introduce himself and tell you a bit about his book before i start probing and asking questions like i love to do <laughs> yes 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 hello people my name's nana uh, my Twitter is Pinero underscore Nana. So P-I-N-E-R-O underscore Nana, N-A-N-A. My IG is Nana Pinero, the opposite way. So N-A-N-A underscore Pinero, P-I-N-E-R-O. And I'm a writer of a book called Fallen City. I just put it out this I actually put out a carnival weekend. Mm, yeah, wait, I need and to we're in West clap London for... now. Yeah, I haven't been here since carnival weekend. This is quite poignant. You see, then. you got me out. I only come to West London once a year, you know, oh, carnival. There you go. Or now, or if I'm going to like Shepherd's Bush. So now you quietly, come again discreetly. And now I'm here. Yeah, but I need to actually give you a round of applause because well, well done, I'll man. Give myself a round of applause. You should do. Well. You should give yourself a round of applause. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. So. Just to give you a bit of context and a bit Please of background. Please do. So with the, obviously the book is the book is here now, it's out now, but this journey starts, we're in 2019, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So I would say this journey started in two segments of my life. So I went to Brunel University and I finished in 2010. Right. So I done English literature with drama. So I've always had an interest in writing, performing, going to the theater. I've got an interest in obviously watching films because I've done media studies in A-levels as well. Mm. So in between the time when I finished university, when I finished university and when I actually started to write, this is before I actually started to write the book. Okay. I was in between jobs. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So the typical after uni for a lot of students, they're unsure what to what they want to do or they are sure, mm. but they're not sure on what exact route to take, take specifically right so when i finished university i was working in poundland so that's be a like fact that. yeah be like that. i was working in poundland it was a new poundland that opened in it wasn't even a nice poundland it was in bow it was in the <laughs> hood i worked in poundland i was there for like about a almost a year then after that i started to work in reese then i worked in the body shop you worked in a body shop? I worked in a body shop, yes. I, c- I kind of slightly imagine you in a body shop, you know. Listen, that was, you know what? Did you knew your products as well, didn't you? You have to, they teach you. <laughs> you have to do like your little courses. Look, I've done a makeup course. No, you didn't. I'm being dead ass. Um, I've done a makeup course. <laughs> I had to do a skin consultation course. I had to do a massage course as well. You had to do all of these like little courses to actually get into like the store and send on the products. They were That's serious. crazy. I didn't know it was that yeah they were serious but i kind of appreciated it because after uni i was didn't read so my brain was fried i wasn't using it so i was like you know what this is like taking me back to studying and using my brain Mm. differently but in that time so when i was working in body shop i was kind of figuring out what i wanted to do so my part right now i work in education so i knew that was something i always not always wanted to do but it was an option i was considering Mm -hmm. 
So during the time I was working in Body Shop, obviously I had a lot of free time because it's shift work. And it, I used to work in Stratford Westfield. That's where I live. I live in East London, I live mm-hmm. in Plaster. So it's right around the corner. Plaster. I know it's the hood, but you know, I've got a writer coming out of the hood, so I can't complain. Again, we come see black excellence. Yeah. Tell yeah. you that your environment does Trust not me. define or dictate exact. what you is going to become. You said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So in that time period, I wrote a play. Okay. So I wrote a play. I'm learning so much about you. I love this. Yeah, I wrote a play, but I didn't know what to do with it. I just wrote it and I just left it there. And I wrote it by hand as well. No, you didn't. I'm being not so even ta- serious. Not ta- Nothing. I just wrote it by hand. The idea just came into my head. It just, I, I just wrote it. And I don't know if I was just too scared or I just wasn't sure. And so I just wrote it. Then I had that play always there. Mm. Then I think a few months later, I think Top Boy came out. And the funny thing is Top Boy just came out season three, right? Yes. So I think at the time it was season one and I watched it. And at, I think that specific season of to- top boy i felt at the time i was like i'm kind of tired of seeing the same narrative put in these kind of shows i used to I, my mind back then was like gangs guns it's the same mm-hmm. thing i just felt it was just repetitive and right. it was the same thing all the time so i wrote my views on it okay i just wrote and i just and this time i wrote it and I sent it to one of my friends to just look at it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to go anywhere, anything yeah. like that. Then he was like, I'm putting it on my site. I was like, what? So are you familiar with Mixtape Madness? Yes. So one of my friends, he's part of the okay. organization. I went to university with him. Three three of the members, they went to my university. But I sent it to one of them in particular because I was closest to him. And I just sent it to him. He's like, yeah, I'm putting it on my side. I was like, what? I was like, nah, man, don't do it. He's like, bruv, I'm putting it on. And then he put it on their blog. And I saw like a little responses and reactions. I was like... Did you not expect like- to have that response? Or was it your anxiety of shit? I just don't know what how people are going to perceive this. No, nah, because I don't. I didn't have Twitter them times. Okay, so you weren't even on no, social like that. I wasn't on socials. I was just floating. I was, on, I was just floating and I was still trying to grind and graft behind mm. closed doors to get into my career and get established. I was just bored, but I don't know. It was just, there was just something in my heart itching. I was like, let me just write this. I sent it to my friend. He put in a mixtape madness blog and it got a bit of a response. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do my own blog. So around about that time, just when I was finishing up working at Body Shop, I had just got a job as a teaching assistant in a special needs school. And in my free time, I would just write, post on my blog it was called so so vivid it's even still there i don't even know if people even still read it but it was there i'm and gonna go and read it now you said that yeah what i done um i used to write a play once a month every month and i'll put it up there and i'll put it up there and it was mad and that's when i started to get into my social media bag that's when i started to jump on instagram mm. twitter that's where I, I even got suspended. I remember. But yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the Twitter, the old Twitter accounts. Everyone that got suspended, shout them out too. Yeah. So even before all of that happened, I used to write up and I was consistent. Mm. I was like, literally, like I would just, but it was 
every time something a lot was happening in that period this was like between 2012 to 2014 a right. lot of things were happening good things bad things yeah. different situations i encountered friends relationships family did it so like i would literally write about these situations but then give the people in my life different names right literally. that's amazing literally that's all I that's was doing. so amazing. But... Did they know that you were doing that? Some of them knew. Okay. I got actually got in trouble with one of them, but I'll get into that later. <laughs> because what I will do is all of the plays and scripts I was writing, I'll put them in different time periods. Right. I'm with you. So the first play that I wrote, I even feel bad. How can I even remember the name? This was my baby. I need to go back and look. But this play was set just after World War Two. Okay in germany then i think the next piece that i wrote was set in like new york then i set another one in africa so i've set them in different time periods but it was parallel to what i was going okay. through but That's... i just set it somewhere different but i done it i just because i'm i'm but they're the best kind of stories to tell because they're authentic from your life exactly like what better story to tell than what you live exactly yeah exactly so and it was easy for me to just of course spill it out it was like a therapy almost that's exactly where it was so i was just writing 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 and then slowly some of my colleagues because wherever i go and work adding my colleagues on socials is the last thing I want to do. Of course, why would you? <laughs> then I think the second year I worked at this school, I was like, okay, some of these that are cool. Mm. So I added a couple of them on some of my socials. Not all of them, some. Limited. No, None of them was on my Twitter. None <laughs> of them. They were, I just gave them Facebook. But then I was plugging my blog on Facebook okay. as well. And I plugged it on um, Instagram. Of course, I plugged it on Twitter. And then they would come to me, oh, what, you right? you're really good, you know? Because that's when I was like, okay, this is different yeah. because... These aren't your people. These are these are not my friends. They don't have to kind of pacify you and be like, yeah, this is good, Thank Nana. You. Yeah. Thank these you. are people that you work with. They don't have to tell you your, your stuff this is good. This is it. They yeah. don't need to tell me what I want to hear. Mm. They don't even need to they don't tell gain, me anything They don't gain all. anything from that, though. This is it. And my colleagues were like, come from all different walks of life. Mm. Some black, some white, some Chinese, some in their 60s, some in their 20s. Right. But... There was something in all of my work for everybody. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm onto something here. And because all of my boys, they were reading my stuff like, yeah, your stuff's sick. Da, da, da. And a lot of them knew what was happening in my life anyway. You know, for the group chat. Yeah, of course. But basically, it's like I'm adding people that's not in the group chat through my plays. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah, trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, totally. So moving forward, after that period of writing blogs, I did go through a period when I fell back on my consistency. But that was because when I finished my, when I f finished working at this school, I went to do a master's. Mm -hmm. Men can't multitask. I can't. First of all, again, come see black excellence. But yes, again, yeah. men cannot multitask. Yeah, we, we can't, well, I can't anyway. I know some guys, like, I'm bad. Like, sometimes if... I love that you, you, you admit that. We, we accept you and our heart is still open. We like that. Listen. A man that can say his faults. I'm not so, good at multitasking. Yeah, sometimes, like, sometimes even if I'm texting somebody, I'm out and I have to stop walking <laughs> so I can send the message. <laughs> I can't walk and text at the same time. Depending how deep the text is, I can't walk and text at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just how it is. So I done my masters. So I done a masters in um, special educational needs. Mm. So, but the thing is with my masters. So when I went to apply for, I even applied for it last minute. So they said, look, you can do part time or you can do full time. 
I was like, how long is part-time? He said two years. I was like, no, I haven't got time to sit here for two years. Let me just do full-time. So as soon as I took on a full-time role, full-time course, yeah, I was like, oh, I still want to write. But then I was still writing, but it wasn't as good as... Because you had was... something else that was taking your exactly. focus now. And to be honest, I was just studying. So nothing was going on in my life anyway to even talk about right there's nothing to, what am i talking about what well, there's nothing mm. to talk about so i was i just focused on studying so i wasn't really blogging as much as what well. and on top of that even though i was studying full-time i still had to work yeah to put just to put money in my bank to pay for food pay for transport just things to like live. that just just little things like that because i knew that year was an l mm. for me as well because i was just focusing on my studies i had to like yeah it was mad i couldn't write even like my boys, they went on holiday. I couldn't even go with them. I was just... Sacrifice. Necessary yeah. sometimes, you know? That was it, literally. But in that time period, that's when I got the idea to do this book. Tell them the name, because you didn't even say... You haven't oh, sorry. said the name. So it's called Fallen City. There we go. Yes, Fallen City. So that's when I got the idea for the book. And I had wrote a few chapters. And I was like... I haven't, I haven't I hadn't written anything like this because when I first started writing it, I was like, okay, when I'm done studying, I'll put this on my blog. But I was like, nah, like, this is good. It's not blog material. Nah, I was like, nah, this is actually good. So what I'd done, I, I, the first chapter, I sent it to different people. So I sent it to my, my boy, Anthony. So he's at Tony Supreme. He's on Twitter as well. He's got a radio show as well at... Um, Brixton HMP. Okay. So he works there as well. I'm going to be with him this Tuesday as well on his show as well. What time? Tell the people. Um, It's going to be in a morning, it's a morning slot, but okay. I haven't got the specific exact time yet. All right. So, yeah, so I sent it to him. He was like, what? This is sick. This is brilliant. And I sent it to somebody else. I was like, okay, maybe I have something here. So the more I started to write it and flesh out the chapters, mm. I started to think, maybe I can take this further than just the online thing. So then I reached out to my friend, Elise. So she's at Elise Art on IG. So A-L-I-E-C-E-E-A-R-T. So I reached out to her. This was on my old account before I got suspended. Okay. So we used to talk banter da, 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 all the time. But then obviously I knew she was... On, I didn't know how long she was doing art at the time, but she seemed established because I seen her work. Mm -hmm. So I uh, messaged her and I emailed her. I said, look, I've got an idea for a book that I want to do. So I sent her um, an excerpt of my book mm -hmm. and I described how I'd want it to look like the, not even the front, the front, the front cover. Okay. So my current front cover was not the original front cover. Okay. It was something this is interesting. Else. Okay. So the back cover of my book now was meant to be the front cover. Really? Yeah. I have yeah. a copy of his book, by the yeah. way, guys. So I'm just looking at as he's saying this. That's crazy. Because yeah. I can't envision this being the front. That was meant to be the, that was actually meant to be the front cover. So I remember I even saw the email. The email stamp, the timestamp was 2013. Wow. That's when I approached her firstly about um this has really been in the making it's been in the making for a long time so but timing is everything you know exactly that. this is the thing so when i reached out to her i was like and then she got it straight away she sold me the um pdf 
and she sent me an actual like painting of it. Mm -hmm. Like it was sick. I was like, this is crazy. But then following that, it just kind of died down because I didn't have the the machine and maybe motivation to follow through with it. It just wasn't your time. It just, so yeah, that time exactly. is everything. This is what I mean by time is everything. This is it. And the thing is, it's so funny because I never forget when I met Alicia, it was in Stratford. And literally, this was before we was doing bank transfers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I must have met her in Stratford. So I met her in the Westfield, but I went to the old mall to go and withdraw money. Oh, wow. So I went to her. And I put the money in hand. It was like a drug transaction. That's so funny. It was so, <laughs> it was so dodgy. I spoke to her for like five minutes to the, and I kept to me. It's even funny because I was like to her, how much is it? She was like, uh, um, I'll just give me 70. I was like, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> like literally. But the thing is, it's mad because her artwork is so good. Like. It's amazing. Like her artwork is brilliant. Like she did, but obviously I think at that time she was coming into her own and trying to figure out exactly. what she, yeah, I get you. That's the thing. So when I finished my master's again, now I've done my master's, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I need to really get into my career. Then I fell into my career. I stumbled into it. But then when I stumbled into my career, it was like, it was a blessing and a curse because now I'm getting money. I was getting money a bit before, but now I'm getting Good money, stable. yeah, stable, consistent, good money. It's all right, it's nice mm. salary, it's decent. And I enjoyed what I was doing as well, enjoyed my team, but then again, my job's demanding because, right. so right now, I'm a senior um, senior educational needs case officer, but before I was a um, SEN case officer. Right. So when I first got into the role, part of it is like, I have to oversee different schools and I have to mm -hmm. manage their... Um, special needs provision how to write educational healthcare plans so when I worked for this specific borough there was so much work thrown at me I had to go I had to I remember I had to go to like Isle of Wight mm. I had to go like down to Manchester I had to like go all There's over the place a lot of travel place. involved I did not I wasn't even thinking about writing the book but what I was starting to do was doing like little blogging here and there and again like I said about the socials with my other people mm. I didn't add my work colleagues on my socials when I first started. Yeah. After a while, then I started to add them. And then one of my colleagues, she she's she's like, I don't know how much she's a bit older than me. She used to do um drama. Like she used to do like little like drama workshops mm -hmm. in and around her community. And she used to read my stuff and be like, nah, like, your stuff is really good. So she was telling me my blog stuff was good and I was like, you know what? Let me actually start putting in the work for my actual book. Mm -hmm. So then I was allocating time like here and there. I was just doing chapters here and there, chapters here and there. And then it got to the point where last year, around this time last year, I actually finished it. But before I finished it properly, I had like a massive writer's block for like months. But it was because the ending, the ending was, like, the ending I had originally, I was like, this is trash. Like, you can do better than this. But I think, do you know what I do sometimes? Not even just with writing. Sometimes, you know when you get to the end, you you can see you're at the finish line for something. Mm -hmm. but instead of doing it properly, you'll rush it just so you can get, get to the done. finish line. Get it done, yeah. That's what I was doing with the book. So, like, literally, I was, what I was doing at the beginning... 
I wasn't doing it towards the end. So obviously my book is set in the Victorian era. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, what I was doing, I was going to um, the V&A Museum to do research into the time period. Okay. I was just watching different films on YouTube, just reading, researching different things, just so I can get the exact feel of what it actually entails. Mm -hmm. So when it got to the end, I started to lose that vim. I was like, no, I can't do this. I can't. I've got this far. I need to just do it properly. Then I actually took time to zone out. I actually took days off work so I can just zone out and make sure I craft the end. As soon as I got to the end and I was happy, that's when I was like, okay, we need to start because now I'm at the stage where when I first started this book, I didn't have money. Mm -hmm. I didn't have money for like promotion. Stuff like that. I didn't have money to like... All stuff you need to push your book. I didn't have nothing. I just had the ideas, Mm. which is good. But obviously, things cost money. Of course. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Life costs money. This is it. So, <laughs> when I when I got to the end of it, I was looking at different publications online. I was like, it was it was a good. I was happy that I was finished, but then I was like, I have to start something. In a way, I have to start from scratch. I was gonna say to it's the next sure. step. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Writing the book is like ten percent of what you've got to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's so much that you need to do. So then I was like, you know what? I need to research properly to see if I can get the right deal and stuff mm-hmm. because this is not I'm not I didn't write Fallen City to like make money obviously yeah you money because you, you're passionate about writing this is it. what you like to do this is it and the thing is there was um, there was a time when I was writing this book this was because it was I was writing this book when I was in a struggle stage so that was literally maybe the only one of the only things that was keeping me really happy. Mm. So like literally when I was in this run, that's this when book, you know when you love what you do. Exactly, that's what? the thing. So it's deeper than it's deeper than money. I yeah. wrote this one. I had no money. money. I didn't have money. Like literally, people see me out and they think I'm good. I was struggling. Sorry. This is it. But you so, never know what's going on behind closed exactly, doors. Exactly, that's the thing. You know, and I didn't tell anybody I was writing a book as well. Nobody knew. I mean, when you popped up on the T, I said, book, huh? Yeah, yeah, There wasn't yeah. even an inkling of I'm up to Sutton. No. Nope. But I like people like you. I'm very much like that. I like to work in silence and then yeah. show yeah, my product yeah, when yeah. it's done. Yeah, you have to. Even within my own household. Like, my sister mm. didn't know anything. My mum didn't know anything. That's until, amazing. like, like late on. Now, when she sees the physical copy, she's like, okay, she can see it. And, yeah. That must be, a, she must be so proud. Yeah, and she gets it. So, yeah, I was just doing research on IG, I was literally, I even, imagine I even phoned a publication. I think there was even a scam as well. So, what? I, yeah. Only so, you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, I called, I called up these guys and they gave them, inf- they gave me information of how they like broker their deals. Okay. And how they can support with the promotion and da, da, da. Yeah, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, we can do that. Something told me, I even forgot the name. I wish I could remember the name so that other writers can, Avoid, but if you come up with it, then I can always plug it at a later date with this episode. Don't worry about it. Scam, okay. So, imagine I hollered at um, my boy happens to be a lawyer, and as you do, yeah, I was like, and he's my like my best friend, yeah, and he's a lawyer. And I was speaking to him, I was like, yeah, um, yeah, I want to do this book deal, I just want to just get it sorted out. He was like, oh, who just he's just out of interest, he's like, who is this group? And he was like, okay. He was like, oh, so weird. Like, they got a site. I was like, they got a site, but it's weird. He was like, what? So I think every limited company or whatever has, like, a specific number. Mm-hmm. And then I think he typed it up and some next thing came up. And it was just, looked so dodgy. Oh I was like, gosh. okay, cool. 
So he saved you. He basically saved me. He saved me. So then what I done was I looked on Twitter and then I noticed there was a few other black writers as well that um, were using, um, I think there was a, so bad, there was, there's a collection of poems that one guy used and it was published by Wordjar. Okay. So Wordjar's the publication group that I use. Mm. So they're at Wordjar uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, the same handle. So I hollered at them and then I spoke to a guy called Francis. Okay. And he basically laid out the deal to me. So there's loads of different ways that you can do publication mm-hmm. deals. So what he put forward to me was that I can do it in a way where I can pay less up front, but then when a book comes out, they'll take a cut. Of course. Or I can pay more up top and then I'll take you'll re- you'll, the Yeah, cut. you'll read more. So I went for that deal where I took most of the cut. But then even then, it still wasn't about the money at all, but then... Long term, you have to think Amazon take a cut of the money. Of course. At the end of the year, HMRC will take what they mm-hmm. need to take as well. So it just made sense to do it. For you and to do it that way, yeah. I had the money there and then at the time. So why not invest in you? To do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And then, yeah. And obviously, he's he's got... um, They're quite established in supporting black writers as well. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go for this as well. Love that. Yeah. Anything to do with black people, black businesses, black everything. That's mm-hmm. all I push all the yeah. time. Like, I'm going to be yeah, real. That's yeah, all yeah. I, I love that you've even said that. Literally. So, I hollered at, um, so me and Francis made the deal and sorted out the money side of the things. And then we met up a couple times and he basically laid out how we're going to do things with each step moving forward. Mm. It was, uh, it was, it was really good. But then I had to go back. I was like, my friend Elise needs to be involved in this in terms of the artwork. So he told me that He's got somebody that can do artwork. I was like, that's, I was like. That's great, but I've got someone. But I've got somebody there. And it was perfect timing because with Elisi, I believe during the period where I was finalizing a book, she wasn't around. She was, I think she was traveling. Okay. So she came back just to had broken this deal. Come see timing. So as soon as I hollered at her, as soon as she came back, I was like, yo, remember that book that I, the idea I told you about like four or five years ago, I've done, I've done it, it's finished, but I need you to finish what you've started. So I said, we're not doing this, I'll meet you in Stratford and give you cash in hand. <laughs> we're gonna correspond with emails. We're gonna do, we're gonna do it properly. Yeah. So she sent me invoice. So I was like, invoice? Shit, what? we both changed. <laughs> I was like, you changed. So yeah, nah, she's lovely. And the thing is the whole process has not been, not been smooth, but in terms of like every, we all had the same. You had the vision, same vision. Same you wanted the vision. same outcome. Yeah, same vision, same motivation as well. And yeah, because obviously I've got a lot of um, specific characters within mm-hmm. this book. So I wanted to make sure that they were clearly outlined and she knew exactly how I wanted all of them. So what I had to do was I just gave like a character profile. Okay. So just like the physical yeah, description. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she kind of brought it to life. Yeah, but then obviously what I like about Lisi as well is I give her the context of each character mm-hmm. as well. So there's different layers. There's obviously the physical description mm-hmm. and there's the description of where they're coming from. Right, who they are as a person. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that. yeah. So 
But I love that. I just want to stop and say, I love that you did that. Like you didn't have to go and get her for the artwork. You know, I know many no. other people could no. have, would have, would have probably gone out. Ah, I'll just use this person that, mm-hmm. that my company's offering me. But it speaks a lot about you and your integrity as a man. Exactly. To, yeah. to say, you know, and also I say this all the time, you know, I, I'm presuming she's black. Elise. She's mixed race. She's, she's mixed race. Yeah, she's she black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, you know, I always say like, how do we as black people elevate if we don't continue to help each other? So Facts. that is a prime example of what you just done there. I agree. You know, put her in a position that, to help you finish your baby and also put her in a position to say, look, this is what I do. Exactly. I'm great as well. Yeah, this is it. No, she's awesome. Like, she's good. And the thing is, she's got like, and it's like, obviously I'm not an artist, so I can only appreciate things to a certain mm-hmm. point. But she's like, a perfectionist so she'll send me something and i'll be like this is great but she's already wanted to change it but she's like no it's not <laughs> sick i'm like all right then she'll go back and change it redefine it and get it to a point where she's happy with the standard that is at. and i'll be like okay if you're happy then i'm happy i love that T- tell the people about your book though like you haven't actually said what your book is okay so the Give book them a- yeah so the book is called fallen city it's set in the victorian era it's about a young man. I don't want to say too much. No, no, I don't you want don't. To spoil just, it. Yeah. So it's about a young man, man named Christopher. So he turns 16 years old and he finds out that he's got powers. He's an orphan. But then he finds out somewhere along the line that he's got powers. And he meets people along his journey that also have similar powers to him. And he wants to find out how he actually got to that state. Mm. And along with that, he inherits em- enemies that he never even knew existed. So he's had people that's had his eye on him for a long time. Ooh. But he didn't realise it. And then later on, he gets to um, face them head on. Love that. You don't yeah. even need to say anymore because I feel yeah, like that's grits people yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. That's grits people enough. So but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was easy to write in a way, but then it was a challenge as well because I wanted to make sure that um, Victorian era was clear and authentic as well. And I guess authentic as possible yeah. as well. So I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to make sure there was clarity, and I wanted to make sure the transitions. And the de- character development was done properly as well. Mm. So that was another thing. So when I started working with Francis from Wordjar, he went through the book. He was like, this is good. That, like the premise of the book, like sometimes you need narrative. a second pair of eyes. But then he was like, how about if you do this, like mm-hmm. that, and you work on developing this and that? Because there was parts, because remember, it's 2019. I already thought 2013. <laughs> so the hand I was writing with it, then is different so to how you're, you're writing how with I'm now. Like, yeah, of exactly. course. Exactly, that's the thing. So when I look back, I was like, okay, cool. I do like this, this and that, but I get what you're saying. Let me move this around, shift this around. But that's just constructive criticism. And I think exactly. in order to be a great writer, you have to be open to that, you yeah. know? Yeah, you have to. You and have that's to. just only going to make your work better as well. You have to. I reckon that, because I couldn't have done the whole um, self-publishing route, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't have helped me. I wouldn't have learned anything. I wouldn't have learned anything. Now, I've learned so much with working with Francis and Elise. Like, I just, yeah, I just feel like I've gained so much and it's helped me as a writer as well. That's amazing. That's the thing. So they've helped me in so many different ways as well. So when, if I decide to do another one, I've Please, told both when, of them. When? It's going to be the same plan. It's going to be the same this, team This again. is not just, just, this is your starting point. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm expecting just, more from you. Yeah, the thing is with with books like i think obviously we was talking before we started to record about like trilogies mm. sequels things like that. sequels are like now i get why you can watch a trilogy and the third one is trash 
So like typically my one is The Godfather. One and two is fantastic. Third one, I didn't really enjoy. I felt it was quite mediocre. But then now as a writer, the same energy to maintain that you had in the first one, mm-hmm. to replicate that again in the second one. Extremely difficult. It is extremely difficult. And, and people now, already have high expectations and standards. And is, you have your own expectations and standards. Exactly. This is the thing. So even it's funny. So one of my cousins, he got he he got my book. And he he this guy has not read since he was in university. He read my book in a day. And he told me he was like, look, the way your book ripped me and sucked me in and he's like the way you ended he's like you need to do another one you need to do another one so even just with one person alone has said it already has shown me that definitely there needs to be there needs to be part two because the thing is i can't just have two i've never heard do you know when you no, it's, it's a trilogy it always has to be yeah. three it always always has to be three but then i need to make sure that whatever i do however i do it it needs to be done properly mm. same way like with Game of Thrones, I was so sucked into that from season one to season eight, and they just, it we're was gonna, such anticlimax. I know you're not a fan of it, but well, I just remember the uproar at the ending of Game of Thrones. When I saw that, I'm like, you know what? Because at the time people were talking about, I was writing this book. Mm. So I was like, wow, this is how angry people get over, over story. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't have some dead or rushed ending. It needs to be ended and closed properly correctly that's the thing i've got ideas for the second one already but i still want to keep pushing this one and when the time's right i'll do it the only challenge is at the time mm-hmm. like as i explained earlier when i was writing the book i was in a space where i was working in body shop okay. so i will come in and work one to five yeah that might be my hours that day so i can spend the whole morning writing right come home after work right again you've got your nine to five this now your job it. is now demanding. exactly this is the thing and pr- whilst i was writing no when when i had finished this book and i was still doing work with um no when i had finished actually writing a book before it actually came out mm-hmm. i had another job i was working saturdays but i stopped that job so i can focus more on this on the book as well so i'm even thinking even in the future long term i don't know what impact it's gonna have but i know that the reason the book is as good as it is is because I had a lot of free time when I was writing it. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like I had a lot of time to invest. That's why I said time into everything. I generally it. mean that across the board. Exactly, So yeah. when you're meant to write the next one, you will. Exactly. Time will present itself exactly. and you'll, you'll be in that space where you can give it 100%. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it too much because at least at the end of the day, I know it's good and I know the ideas that I have, they make sense. Tell them, my book is good. Yeah, I love that. Like, Say it with conviction. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't got no qualms about that, but my only thing, but obviously I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, it's just the timing. Mm-hmm. That's it because I'm equally passionate about my job, my career as well. I know well. you are. So it's a balancing act as well. You'll find so, that balance. <clears throat> yeah, that's but, the thing. But in terms of your book, I want to know who your favourite character is and why think my favorite character is a character called benjamin okay so um christopher comes into contact with benjamin benjamin's got similar powers to christopher as well but they've got a very intriguing and interesting backstory okay especially in relation to um christopher's parents as well don't say no more because i'm about to go home and start your books i don't want to hear no more but i had to ask that question i think it's important with um benjamin as well it's like Although his face and his body look very old, he's quite strong. 
Okay. So he's quite, he surprises quite a lot of characters as well. Okay. So he's literally, he's li- I know it's cliche, but don't judge a book by his cover. No, that's He's one of those, key. yeah. And I he's love got that. a very, he's got a very murky and dark backstory, but he's a good guy. Okay. But his past is very dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I like a dark past. Yeah. I, I like character development. I'm big on that. I love to read myself. So I'm excited now for your book. That's I'm so very excited for that. Good. I mean, I know you're right, but do you read yourself? What are you reading right now? So Actually, what's your favourite book and your favourite author? Listen, I might have a new one. I discovered her the other day, you know. Hit me with it. I believe her name is Tom. Is it Tommy or Tammy? Tammy Adiemi? I hope I haven't butchered the name. I need to, <laughs> I need to make sure. I haven't butchered Basically, the name. Basically, it's a book called Children of Blood and Bone. Okay. Oh, my days. The book is absolutely... It's, it's, it's different really it's it's on i don't even know what words i can use to describe it that's when you know a book's good so basically funny enough um my guy um francis from wordjar mm-hmm. he was the one that told me about this book uh-huh but he told me about this book when i was writing my book so i was like i can't read someone else's book and this at the same time so as soon as i was done with fallen city and i had been circulating on social media mm-hmm. doing the rounds blah 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 i was like let me pick up this book and see what's about. Because other people are telling me about it. As soon as I picked it up, I couldn't put it down. It is basically like Harry Potter, but set in Africa. Stop it. That's all I'm saying to you. And you know I'm a Harry Potter fan, so now you've got me going, let me go and, and um, put this in my Amazon basket yo, to buy. It's actually, is do it now. That's easily, easily one of my favourite books. Really? But the funny thing is, as much as like, I'm, I'm big into like, superhero stuff like and i'm into like gothic stuff mm-hmm. but that's more like i do like reading it but like, i prefer it on the cinema screen when it comes to reading i'm into like detective stuff like, right thrillers like my favorite writer is um james patterson okay so like i love i just love detective stories i didn't really know that i liked them until quite recently because my colleagues that i used to work with one of them she was telling me about um, some of the um, some of the soul. I've read um, Along Came a Spider, Jack and Jill. He's got a lot of good, good, good. And the thing is, they grip you from the start. I don't know if he does this on purpose. I need I need books like that though. If I'm not gripped in the first chapter, I can't finish. I can't like I don't like slow burners. I'm like that with uh, TV shows though. Mm-hmm. I have to be gripped straight away. Otherwise, you just that's why I think I struggle with Game of Friends. Yeah, it's a I watched two seasons and I was just a bit like. Where's I need going? something to pick me up and have me like, I need to watch this next episode. Yeah, that's I just fair. kept watching it because people were saying, keep going, mm-hmm. it's going to get good. And I was just like, two seasons is a lot of time you to... You made the right decision, don't worry. I've watched all of it, it's pointless. The end is trash. I, we're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> but like, yeah, with James Patterson, like, every sing- every, all of the books I've read of him, from the beginning, bang, something happens. So you... Ha- so you have to the keep way reading. he does it, you have to keep writing. Because you want to know what's happening. You just have yeah. to. You can't stop. You need to just keep on going until you're done. Like, I've read there's another guy that does a similar um, story, Todd Grisham. I read a book of his, I think, called Camino Island. Started off, It started off mad. Then it ending was so underwhelming. Oh, I was come on, so no. Sad. I hate stuff like that. And I was like, if it was a TV show or film... I could take that, but I'm like, this is a book. book. I've been reading this on the train. <laughs> I've invested it so like much this. time in this. I was so angry. 
And I was like, no, nah, but those are the kind of books that I'm into mm. reading. Like, I'm into, like, detective stuff all day long. Like, I like the Harry Potters and the, like... I remember, like, did you used to read Darren Shan? Darren Shan? It was, like, some vampire stuff. No, but I remember... I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, I used to be into that kind of stuff. But I'm more heavy into, like, detective and Did you stuff. read um, Lord of the Rings? Do you know what? I've watched all of them. I love watching it. Like, I love Lord of the Rings. I love The Hobbit. That my sister read Lord of the Rings, but when she saw me the book, I was like, it's yeah, huge. It's actually this book huge. is too big. I was like, I can't read that. It's <laughs> like how I felt when, um, what Harry Potter book was it that came out the biggest one? The first one. Was it um, Goblet of Fire? When it was Goblet of Fire was huge. Do you remember? And that was the first one that was it big. Was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Like, I remember when I saw that, I was like, what? Are you sure this is Harry Potter? Because the other first three, they were quite small. But it, I feel like the, the, that one was like two books combined. That's yeah. how big, that's how thick the book was. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it nonetheless. No, 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 you enjoyed it. But the thing is that that one, that was when they had the Triwizard Tournament and yes. all of that stuff. Yes. So they were going into a whole mm. different direction. So yeah, that, I can appreciate that. But Lord of the Rings, I was like, no. And the thing is, the, the guy that wrote um, J.R., um, what's it, Thingy Tolkien, he... The language that he uses in a book is like quite, mm-hmm. it's quite thick, it's quite heavy. Mm-hmm. So it will take you, it will take you a day and a half to even get past the language right. itself. Right, in order to get into, get into the story. Yes, yes. But then whereas what you, when you watch the film, it just comes at you mm-hmm. straight away. Mm-hmm. Even I remember when I went to watch the film, I remember I was in year seven when that film came out, Fellowship of the Ring. I went to go to the cinema for my cousin's birthday. And they, I had, they had to drag me in there kicking and screaming. I was like, what is this? Like, this does not look appealing to me at all. But when I came out, I was like, what? This film is sick. Ah, I loved it. I love, I, I, I like the movies. I think the movies are cool. My mom and my brother are more of a hard, diehard fans of Lord of the Rings than I am. But that's just because Harry Potter will forever have my heart. So I know they're different, but to me, they're kind of one in the same in terms of like the yeah, wizard the dream. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. It's yeah. like, no, Harry Potter's my, my, my thing, man. I, li- I, like, I like both of them. I can't say, I probably, Lord of the Rings probably edges it a bit i think they i think how it ended that's it they couldn't have done anything mm-hmm. more i just think harry potter they could have they could have gone on for a bit longer without it we being did jarring. speak about this yeah i know get me mad they could have they could have done she could have given us two more man it's true she could have actually given us two more but it is what it is so you're reading that book right now i've read it i finished, finished it, it. I so finished have it. you got another one in mind next so that's what i'm gonna look into i'm probably gonna go back to james patterson because he's re- he's written so many books so i need to go back and read when but when you find an author you like i think it's it's generally good to stick with them because you yeah, can no. ex- you can expect kind of consistently good exactly. stories from them and you know what's so funny like because of him when when i started reading his stuff mm. so that's when i was heavy into blogging my um my plays yeah i wrote a few detective themed plays one was good one was trash <laughs> one was trash when i think when i think back to it there's even one scene now it's making me so angry i'm like what was i doing but i think because i was so gassed of what he was doing mm-hmm. i wanted to do something similar definitely one time in the future Whenever I'm gone off the Fallen City Trail, I'm gonna do one. I have to do a detective one. I have to. I mean, I feel like you love reading them the most, so it only makes sense I for you to do one. I have to do. I have to, Sean. I need to. I need to do a detective book. Like I have to. And the thing is, like, I'm into. Like, I watch Luther. I mean, because it's a bad man. Luther. 
love Sherlock Holmes. I can so envision it for you now you've said that. Yeah, that's what, that's gonna be my next, that's gonna be my next mountain I need to climb. I need to do that. So as soon as I'm done with this, but I love it. that you're already thinking about your next project. Then that's how it should be. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot, if you sit down with a lot of writers, they'd say, you know, I've got loads of ideas. It's just which one do I pick from and focus on first? Do you so know you what it is? Fallen City. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, it's kind of like a puzzle in your mind. It's mm. like, because the thing is, what you can end up doing, you'll become like a jack of all trades, but master of nothing. Yes. So you can have so many different ideas you'll you'll want to do this there's like people like that in general some people want to do this for charity then they want to volunteer for that mm. then they want to do night shift then they want to do uber but what are you actually good at you're not good at nothing you're doing all of these things half-heartedly but you can't commit to one thing where you commit to one thing then you'll be able to build on that right and then hopefully do something else that's just my view some uh, no, people can I, that's do, why i'm quite because i agree with you i yeah, agree with you i, and can't, <laughs> I yeah. can't i can't do i don't know some people can do it i'm like how do you do that i can't do multiple things, things at one time so even with writing like yes i can maybe re-jig my blog and start again mm. start doing plays but when i'm writing these plays i'm going to be thinking about fallen city right and obviously, time is of the eff- essence. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing that, I could be doing something like this for Paul and C. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I agree. What um, advice or tips do you have for inspiring authors? Because I know you've, like you said, your your journey has been smoother because you've yeah. been luck, fortunate enough to have the correct yeah, people around yeah, you. Yeah, it didn't start off smooth right. at all. What I would say is that just stay at it. And I think if you have writer's block, don't force it just wait well that's something i want to kind of touch on or elaborate a bit more writer's block like what that was for you how long it took you to get out of that what was it that got you out of that was it just a a moment a day the thing is is when you're writing the book and when you're when you're writing the story you get to certain points where it's like you know that you can take this further but it's how you're going to take it further Mm -hmm. so like one of the challenges i had with fallen city was towards the end there was another chapter i wanted to add so i wanted to um two characters to like meet but okay. then there was a bridge that i had to create for them to meet right but what i ended up doing was writing like literally because with my book when my book i wrote it by hand first you know that's insane i didn't i didn't you must have really good handwriting I wrote, it's trash <laughs> Yeah, like as long as I can read it, that's all that matters. uh, uh, Listen, no one else in the world can read it. Just me. (laughs) It's just me. So even if even if I left it on a bus, nobody could have even like copied it and wrote the story themselves. They would have been like, "What the hell is this?" So, but what I ended up doing when I'll get to points when and it's like it was frustrating because it was like it's getting to like a sick Mm -hmm. or an exciting part of the book where some action is gonna take place, some a character is gonna meet somebody something's going to trigger something yeah. and I'll just have block. But then what I was do, I would write something and then, and I look back at it and I'll literally just tear it up. I'm like, no, I'm forcing it. Mm. So when I realized that I'm like, you know, let me just take a step back. And the thing is take a step back, have a cup of tea, have a nap, <laughs> go gym, a nap solves everything. do, do whatever you need to do to mm. relax you and calm you down. Then eventually, it will come to mind or if you want to listen to music like with me whenever i was writing the book i was listening to music 
really you can do that at the same time always i struggle i was trying to read the last night and listen to someone's new album and i couldn't do both no I, I like when i was writing my book i was listening to music all the time but the thing is with the book like like i said there's a lot of like it covers a lot of themes so like okay one of the themes is like gangs mm. so i would have to like feel not feel like i'm a gang member but i would feel that i need to feel something yeah so i'll listen to like old school dmx styles p even Eve, yeah. I was listening to all sorts just to like to get you in that space. Yeah, yeah. I was just in that, that creative space, just in that, just mm. to be like in that zone. Like, didn't um, I think was who was it? Was it Hussein Bolt? One athlete, I think, used to listen to like Eminem, Lose Yourself. I think you're right. Man. I feel like that, that rings a bell. I think get you're on right. The track on if you're one of them. So, I think everybody, not even just like people that write, mm -hmm. people that do music, people. There's Creatives in general, something yes. Something that will just keep you in your zone. Like when you go to gym, it's you got a playlist. It's true, yeah, 100%. And it just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, with the block, I will just say that do not force it, just wait. Sometimes the block will be there for a month, but it's cool. It's better to have a writer's block for like a year than to write something mediocre. Because that's where I think maybe, maybe that's where some, some of the greats have failed, like right. in terms of like their films and mm -hmm. their books, maybe they got to a stage where they felt so much pressure. They're like, you know what? Let me just give them anything instead of nothing. Yes. But I can't do that. I like that you said that though. I can't do and that. And I think, I think not, it's I'm a poignant thing to say. Yeah. That, that's probably where some of the greats have failed because you just want to finish your, like you said, finish your project opposed to making your project the best that it could be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that requires time. That's the thing. And but patience. The thing is, it's hard because uh, everybody's got different sorts of pressures. Um, some people have maybe maybe their publication or production company has a specific deadline that mm. they have to meet so but your situation no. was very different like you said you had been writing this is something you enjoy and then it's like you finished and then you approached opposed to going i have an idea for a exactly, book and then them yeah. going okay so we want it out by this time you've Ex got a deadline mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't have got the content you did if mm -hmm. that was your situation yeah this is the thing so that was even by accident that was never mm. my plan it just happened to be like that way so there was no like mad pressure there's no one cracking a whip saying yeah bruv you need to do this 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 by then right or you're not gonna get this so like literally everything was already done but then i still had some stages where i had blocks but at the same time i knew that now nah, i need to give myself time i ain't i'm not trying to like rush and put anything in like i even i had a character even in the book and i just removed the character i was like what together is, they ain't done. got no purpose <laughs> Like literally, like. But that must be so amazing to be able to just create something. And go, Actually, no, I don't like this. I'm taking it out because no one's read it at this point. Yeah. Like we haven't read it, mm -hmm. so like we don't know about this character. We're just like, no, I didn't want them here. Yeah. Like literally, I look back and I'm like, yeah, he she just serves no purpose. That's the beauty of being a writer, though. Like you can just change it. Like literally, there's like filler. There's there's some. Sometimes you need filler characters, but at the same time, you, you don't need filler characters all the time because you might introduce a character and they might do or say something like mad interesting, but then you just don't see them again. So it's like, what's the point? So what's the point? Even with your book, like I'm looking at it and it's not huge. So I just feel like the character development is going to be amazing in this anyway, because like you said, sometimes you have books and they're huge. So things are drawn out and you can have, like you said, character fillers, but this kind of something about this tells me like no everybody in here is going to play a vital part to the story yeah. and yeah. i love that that's, and i haven't even read it yet yeah and that's where when i when i was doing my book rollout so what i was doing so when i had the um 
the set date for when the book was gonna come out. Every week before the book came out, I would introduce a character and have a character profile. That's amazing. So that would give the reader or potential readers an insight into what each character is about. And all of these characters that we're introducing were significant. That's that's not a normal thing to do though, is it? Because I don't feel like I've heard of anyone do that before. That wasn't my idea, that was Francis' idea. That Shout out you, Francis, because that that's amazing. Yeah, that was his idea. That's the thing. So even with the promo stuff, and I was like, I was he was like overseeing a lot of that. I'll mm. be honest with you. Like he was overseeing a lot of it. Obviously, we'll collaborate, but a lot of the stuff. Was but that was his idea. field. He knew yeah, he knew it. how but to he, push stuff. He knows he's the expert. Right. In that, do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's even good because it's like he's had people come to him. Like he told me he had somebody that was writing a book at one time. And at the time she approached him, she wasn't completely ready. And now she's seeing how they've been pushing my book. She's come back to him like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I keep seeing this book coming up on my timeline or da 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 I need to get involved and start doing this. Mm. So it's good because it's nice and it's, it's setting off fire in other writers of as well so they can see that they can do it as well. It's inspiring other people. That's the thing. I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's another thing as well that I take from this as well. Obviously, I've written a book. I've had you have written a book. People like the book, blah, blah, blah. People may not write the book, it's but the fact that somebody I do not know can be like, they've seen what I can do or see what I've done. And it hasn't even, it just came out. So with, Do you know, it's just such a huge same, accomplishment. Yeah. And you should be so proud. No, I'm definitely proud of it, but it's still not at the level I want it to be but at But that's yet. just because you're just your own biggest critic. Yeah. I, I support, no, that's definitely part of it. But the fact that I can get somebody... I've been part of something that somebody's seen and they're like, you know what, I want to, I can do this too. Mm. I've had people come and tell me that I've always wanted to write a book, but I've never known how, how to, go, to about like, it. go about it and do it. And whether or not they do it, I don't know, but the fact that they, the thought has even entered their head. All it that's starts even is with a thought though, isn't yeah, it? It's exactly. like they say you plant a seed and you don't know when it's going to grow, but... You don't exactly. know. You don't know what you've done for other people. That's it. As, as a young black writer, as well. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's the thing. So, that aren't enough. Yeah, there's no. There's not. Or if they are, you need to start coming forward because yeah. we want more from you. As I kept, said before, I'm here for black everything. I just want yeah. black, black TV shows, books, businesses, everything. You name mm-hmm. it. Just keep. I'm just keep it black. I'll yeah. be honest. I feel you. That's I'm, where I'm at. Yeah, what I'm want to do as well. So in. So, like, even with my book, what I'm going to be doing, like, at some point, I'm going to start, well, I've contacted one of my old schools as well. I'm going to start trying to get them in um, schools as well because boys don't read. I feel like this, that's going to make, I love that you've even said that. It's actually making yeah. me quite teary-eyed. Boys don't read. No, but it's, it's true. Sad. But it's, it's you know, like, you're not just even looking at it like I've just written this book. You're like, how can I use this to impact the younger generation? How can I use this to have a positive influence on black men? You mm-hmm. know, and I think that's... The, it's so amazing that your head is even in that space yeah. obviously i get your your you have your day job so you're in the school <laughs> you're in that environment to know you know what kids don't read but still like like i said before how do we help better our future generation if we don't implement things right now yeah definitely so like even like my godson i was speaking to his mom she was like he can read but he don't he only reads if i tell him to mm. and like it's like it's even funny because because generally everybody knows girls are much sharper than boys mm. from when they're babies quite often girls start talking and walking before boys right. it's just how it just it's facts how it is it's, i don't know why but that's just how it is but then it goes even into schools as well mm. like boy like 
boys are far less likely to read a book for leisure. Yeah, like yeah, they're like it's like it's not. See- I don't know if it's it's not seen as cool. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, it's not encouraged enough in the household. You don't know. There, there are a number of external factors, I think, are probably at play. But I think you're right. I think we need to encourage our youth to read more, especially our black youth, black boys. Yeah, definitely. Because I would, I mean, my mum's my always said, you know, like, knowledge is power and you get a lot of knowledge through what you read. Yeah. And like you said, whether you choose to just pick up a book for fun or you want to absorb information, the best place to get it from is paper. Like me, it. I'm a big, I hate things like Kindles. Yeah, I, I like a paperback book. Yeah. Like I'm old school. Even the Kindle thing, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, it's available on Kindle and paperback, but like there's something about having a physical copy in your yeah. hand. Yeah, that's different. So even I was like, Kindle, but obviously you have to get with the times. Yeah, you, yeah, it makes sense. Of course, like you said, you couldn't just go. I'm just gonna make paperback. It makes sense for you to have a Kindle version. But I think you're right in saying like, just pick up a book. Yeah, that's the thing. Like even with like reading and stuff. Like I, I used to love. I loved. I've always loved reading. But the thing is, I've never been academically bright never i've always been like bang average but my bag was like reading creative stuff and like doing creative stuff like obviously i was heavy into like drama when i was in i was gonna say do you, school, do you remember A-levels. what levels do you remember what like sparked you to want to read though was there a particular book that you picked up as a child that kind of made you like oh, i like to read i'm not gonna lie to you obviously when you're like at a low level, like key stage one, two, mm. like Biff and Chip, things like that. <laughs> I remember, but, but, do you remember Biff and yeah, Chip books? Yeah, I remember like Biff and Chip, things like that. But I wouldn't say that kind of sparked me into it. Like when I was in year six, we, that's when Harry Potter started. There was just like, the, I think it was like gen, the generic books that people are reading, like Catching a Rye. Okay. Things like, I can't think of a specific standout one where I was like, yeah, this is, but just generally I was all, like when I was young, my mum and dad got this thing called Childcraft. Okay. So we had like all the Childcraft books in our house and I used to read all of them. Like, so, you had, so you had it at home, so it was encouraged. Yeah, so like literally I would just read all of them. That, like, that, that plays a big factor though. Yeah, exactly. You know, like a lot of children aren't, they aren't in the posi- their parents aren't in a position to buy them books. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you said, so therefore they might not be encouraged at home. So they're coming into school and they're thinking, oh, I just want to have fun with my friends. I don't want to really pick up a book. Yeah. A book isn't cool. Why am I going to sit and read? This is the thing. But the thing is for me, like I said, I wasn't academically bred. So, but my dad and mum weren't having, they weren't having us just staying at home watching TV, mm. playing games. So when my mum would be like, you've been playing too much Mega Drive or whatever for too long, you need to go and do something else. I'll read a childcraft book. I ain't doing maths. I'll read a childcraft book. So, so that was your like lesser of two evils in yeah, a sense, but you like, ended up loving it anyway. I ain't trying to do maths. I ain't <laughs> trying to do any of that stuff. Let me read a childcraft book. So I think that's part of it as well. So just generally, and there's yeah, and yeah, like when I when I got to A levels as well. So my favorite play is um, Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. By Tennessee Williams. That I think you know what it's probably that because I remember. When I was doing my AS levels, so the first year of A levels, I done I read that for English, then I done it in um, the actual A levels. The second year, I had to do it in drama as well, so I read it and I performed it. Right. So I was like, and I watched it as well. They showed us like the black and white version with Marlon Brando. I loved it, like it was fantastic. And that like, that was your. I think that was like yeah. I think you know what that's it because all of the stuff that i put on my blog was like similar format to like Mm. um to that so it was all in play form so yeah i think it was that you know yeah 
I like to ask questions like that because sometimes I think people don't think of it until they actually see it. No, I'm happy you asked me, you know, because it made me remember, yeah, because I used to love, I used to love it. There's always something that triggers something. I loved it. Like a love for something, I feel like, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to books. Like Mm -hmm. my thing was Harry Potter. Yeah. Like when the Harry Potter books came out, like I was in like quite a, it was troublesome, like a troublesome time in my childhood and it, the books were my escape. And then from then, that was it. I just mm-hmm. loved to read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I just was like, I like books. I yeah, like to yeah, read. Yeah. And I've carried yeah. that through my adult life. And I'm, I feel fortunate because like I said, I can get lost in a book. That's the best. The when best. I see people on the train lost in a book, I'm like, yes, opposed to like someone lost in their phone. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Like, Isn't it? Like that book that I just read, um, Children of Blood and Brown. Like, yeah, I'm going to get that now you've said that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stop. I couldn't put it down. That's the best type of book, though. When every, any free time you get, you just want to pick it up and read it. I only stopped. I only stopped it to either do Fallen City stuff or maybe if I was watching football or something. Of course. So like literally, oh, if man. I was, if I'm on a train to work, I remember like I remember like pulling into the to my train stop to go to. I'm like, oh, I was so angry. Because <laughs> you had to put the book down. down. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, I was fuming. I was like, what? I just yeah. That's the like reading books is always gonna be special to me. That's never that's never gonna change. I love that you said that, and I'm, I love that. Like I said again, that you've said you want to try and get these in schools. No, I'm gonna get into schools. I'm gonna Tell get them. into libraries as well. Tell them. So, but it's just about time, and I've already established contact with the school as well. <sighs> There's just a few things that I need to sort out, and then I'll be putting it in there. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So where can everyone buy your book? How much is it costing? So, et cetera, et cetera. So we got the Kindle copies on Amazon. That's four ninety nine, And we've got the paperback copies. That's fourteen ninety nine. Or alternatively, if you want a signed copy, you can speak to me directly and I can order it myself. I can sign it for you and I can come and deliver it to you. Look at that. Yeah. That little extra nice touch as well. Because the thing is with me, it's like if you've taken the time to actually buy the book, Mm. I have no qualms coming to actually give it to you. We've got merchandise as well. So that's still coming along as well. So we've got T-shirts as well. Well, shit then. Merchandise too. So yeah, the merchandise from Apollonia Studios. That's one of my good friends, Fahi. Okay. So he, he, he gave me a lot of support for that as well. And him and Alicia as well, because initially, obviously... She's the brains of how the look is. Mm. So I was like, I want to do merchandise as part of the rollout. Okay. So what I wanted to do initially was um, to have pictures of the characters on the t-shirts. And Sick. I sent I sent it to um, um, my friend Fahi and he showed me like the mock I was like, this is trash. <laughs> it didn't look good. And I showed it to her and she's like, yeah, it's too much. So then what I'd done was I got the image of the front cover and back cover mm. on it and I selected a specific font for Fallen City okay and I sent it to him and he was like this is it that's amazing that's so yeah it, it, yeah so it's all collaborative thinking like obviously in terms of the seed of Fallen City it's me mm. but there's different branches of, of the tree so that's how trees grow though yeah. the other parts to it exactly. then just Seeds, like you said. Yeah, so that's one thing that I've definitely been blessed and fortunate with, like working with different people. Like definitely, mm. if you're a writer trying to write a book, don't think you can do this by yourself. Maybe you can do it by yourself, but I think you may be finding that you'll be limiting yourself somewhat if there's people that I don't want to always want to be in a room where I know the most. Well, this is the thing. I think also you have to kind of put your ego aside because had you not been open or receptive to criticism or to somebody saying maybe you should do this differently like you said maybe you wouldn't be here now 
with Fallen City. Yeah, you exactly. know, and the thing is, I'm still open to criticism now. If mm. somebody read my book and it was like, you could have done X, Y, and Z better, I'll be like, yeah, that's fine, that's good, because I'm still gonna write another one as well, and I'll take on board what they're saying when I'm doing the next one yeah. as well. But I think that's that. I mean, I haven't sat with many authors, but I think that's what sets you aside because you're you're so open to that. Yeah, I think you you have to be even like. But that's because you love what you do. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you love what you do and you're not doing it for uh, monetary gain, it's like. I want to be better at this because this is what I enjoy. So if people can tell me how to be better, why would I not take that advice on board? Yeah. Whereas not a lot of people have that mindset and I think you need to understand that. Yeah, this is the thing. So even like even within my job as well, the role I was doing before I took this was quote unquote a step down. But I, I got like battered in terms of like criticism mm-hmm. when I was in that role. Because I was still learning the role. Still, yeah. It was still unfamiliar to it. Now I've leveled up into a different role a lot of the stuff that i was doing wrong i've corrected that in this role Mm. so i think you always have to have i think just in different walks of life you have to be open it's just like even if i'm in the gym and somebody's like you know your form is not good if you do it like this it's better to do it like that because if you keep doing the wrong you're gonna get injured bruv that's why i say you have to take ego out of things yeah you have people when you have ego I tell you, it'll block some of your biggest blessings, you know? Facts, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, ego is like, especially, yeah, ego, pride, all of that yeah. stuff. It's not it's not beneficial. It's mm-hmm. not going to help you move forward if you're trying to do something and expand whatever you're trying to do as well. Right. That's the thing, so. But I yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think that's just not exclusive to just writing. Absolutely not, across the board. Across the board, relationships, families, friends. You have to, like, sometimes you have to be like, you know what, this is bigger than how I feel right. or how I look and I just agree. do it because if I had ego I'm, it would not be here facts facts because like because even with so okay with Fallen City obviously I had Francis like do some proofreading and other stuff for me I had mm-hmm. other people go over it for me and like literally I remember like I'll be going through it because we had it like on a word document mm-hmm. and you can edit it and like literally the amount of like red crosses and this I'm like what <laughs> Just ripping it to shreds. Right. But then I needed that. Yeah. Now you I have your masterpiece, that. you know. Exactly. I needed that. Like you that. wrote a whole book. Do you yeah, know how amazing no, this is? Do you know it still hasn't sunk in it's properly? It's quite surreal, right? It is. Because this has been in the works from for years. Mm. Years. But then I think at the same time, I'm happy about the timing of it. I time like I didn't time it. It just Time it itself. was meant. It was. It was when it was meant to happen. Exactly. For you. That's the thing. And now it's here. That's I'm the thing. so excited to yeah. read this. You're gonna enjoy it, man. I if you're into like, you're obviously you're into like Harry Potter and things like. So this is like, it's within that same ilk. I even struggle to like give this book a specific genre because it takes from so many different other. There's some that's like, sorry, some like gothics or some elements mm. of like Anne Shelley Frankenstein. Right. But then there's some elements of like Harry Potter. But then there's some elements from like Marvel. So it takes from so many different you can't categories. Just ca- yeah, you can't categorize so it under one thing. So I can't place it solely into one alone. But I think that's the beauty of it. So before we go, I have one final question for you. What does literacy success look like to you? Inspiring others to write and read. That just rolled off your tongue like you just knew what you was going to say. That's it. Like, literally. If you can get... It's easy to write something and somebody will like it. Mm. I can write this and like send a copy to the whole entire population of this planet. Yeah. Maybe half might say they love it so much. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. 
But then if I can get a small percentage coming back to me saying, you know what, because of you, I want to write this. To me, that's more of a win than somebody liking my book. I know my book's good, so it's cool. But if I can get somebody else... It's bigger than that, yeah. That's it. But I didn't have that in mind when I was initially writing it, but that's something I said to myself after. Actually, because nobody came to... Nobody came to tell me that, oh, Nani, you know you can write a book. or mm. I've done it by myself. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I lied. That wasn't my final question. <laughs> okay, go on. What do you think you've learned about yourself through this process? I think I definitely pushed myself out of my comfort zone in terms of like, I think creatively I've developed a lot. So I'm not saying I wasn't creative when I first started writing it, but I think I've evolved further since Mm -hmm. then. So I think I learned that about myself. And I think just in terms of just sheer resilience, because there's a lot of things that, funny enough, do you know, like you got the hard copy there, Mm. but the day the hard copy was meant to come out, it wasn't ready because of Amazon. I'm not going to sit here and slate them because I need them. But But basically... truth is the truth. When it was meant to come out and be discoverable on Amazon, it wasn't because basically they had they've got a whole different process about issuing books okay. on their site. So the Kindle edition is it's like was, that. It was quick and easy. The paperback one should be like that, but for whatever reason, they were playing up. And the thing is, we had um, mock copies before. So basically, they said that the formatting that we presented wasn't the format that they would approve. But then this was the same format we used for the mock copies, and they said it was fine. Right. Basically some nonsense. And that was stressing me out. But at the same time, I had to keep going and keep pushing mm-hmm. it. I had to be patient and hopeful. And then eventually it came out, I was ready. So, yeah. Because obviously we had people that pre-ordered it ages mm-hmm. ago. That's what was bugging me. Because right. these Cause people Because it falls back on me. you at the end of the day. You're they, just looking like, you paid for a product. I want to get out to you and now I can't. Is, yeah, this is, yeah, this is what I'm And then they're, they're not trying to hear it was Amazon. They're looking like it's you. Exactly. Why have I not got my book? Exactly. But I'm lucky that the people that pre-ordered it are the few ones that came to my book launch. And obviously they know, they know me. They know I'm not a thief. I'm not going to start <laughs> robbing people's money. And da, 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 da. So, yeah. So obviously that's why even more of a reason why I'm still going to people face to face to drop it off to them and be like, this is your, da, 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 da. take the time to sign it. I don't care. It's cool. It's fine. That's amazing. So, so yeah, what's, what's, what's next for you? What should we expect to see from you? Say st- in the next mm, year. I'm still going to keep pushing this heavy. As there's you still, should. Yeah, there's still going to be a lot of things. Like obviously, social media, social media, but I'm going to be doing, um, I need to like touch the people how I can in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just keep on focus on pushing this. Eventually, at some point, I hope we're coming to the end of the year now, but at some point next year, maybe the back end of next year, I'll probably start looking at penning down the second one. But yes. I want to keep pushing this, see the response from mm-hmm. this. And keep going and it's only going to be one. amazing by the way i haven't read it yet and i already know that yeah yeah i know that as well so boy the Dude, second I one i love when people are confident about their shit yeah 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 nah trust me because i for me it's because it's like the people that are telling me they've enjoyed this but they don't read bro mm. they don't read i've had people so like even like with the sales not even the amount of sales the sales you can i can see people from overseas have bought it as yeah well. so it's like when it comes in, I can see the currency that's, that's coming amazing. in. So people from overseas have 
are reading as well. So I know that there's something there for everyone. Nana, I'm so proud of you. I'm trying, man. No, Thanks, honestly, man. I'm proud of you. And I'm so oh. happy you came on for us to even have this conversation. Thanks, man. It's good. But I just want, it's good so other people can know the process, know how it mm. is and that they anyone can do this as well and that's what i wanted you know i wanted you to give you a platform to speak about your book because i Thank think it's you. absolutely amazing it. that i know somebody that went and wrote a whole book like hello mm -hmm, mm -hmm. again black excellence a shout out you as well though podcast thank you babe. radio you know nursery like, business uh, I like to dabble, man. but this is not even about me but yeah i want to give you a platform to speak about your book and then Thank obviously you. like i, I said it. i wanted people listening to be inspired like i said if there's any people out there that want to write or don't even know how to go about it i hope that everything we spoke about today gives them a better insight into how to go about it. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully your DMs are open for them to reach out if they of have course, any questions. Yeah. They can reach out to me. Like I said, my Twitter is Panero underscore Nana. My IG is Nana underscore Panero. The person who done all the lovely lo artwork, her name is Elise. So check out on IG, Elise Art. So A-L-I-E-C-E-E-A-R-T. And obviously, Wordjar, they're the publication group. I work with a guy directly. His name is Francis. But check out at Wordjar on Twitter and IG. I love that. I just want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. No, honestly, I thoroughly enjoyed this. You brought me to West London. Of course. When it's not carnival. It's, That's mean, mad. But it's my pod, so you had yeah, to come. I know. It's mad. <laughs> I, like, when I came, I was like, Ladbrook Grove. I'm like, normally, when I'm on Ladbrook Grove, it's just floats everywhere mm -hmm. and i wave. it looks different right <laughs> it looks different very very different it looks different like even like, you know this road is the road that like most of the floats yeah, come know, from there I know. <laughs> I know i was like this is weird and it feel, and i'm not, and it feels safe yeah like, west london is is different it every is. time i come here i just feel like this is where the money is I mean, something like this that. This is where the money is, like, literally. But, yeah. But, yeah, I just want to say thank you to my listeners for tuning in. I thank you for being an amazing guest. Thank you. Um, And, as per usual, hashtag SJ, Soulful Journeys. Um, and, like this one said, you can find him on his socials. And I'm on my usual socials. So, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed it as much as I did. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.